When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. After last week's magnificent pair of podcasts in which James and I managed to talk about football without any games having been played, there's now been a game of football played uh, that we can discuss at length on this podcast. And uh, joining me to do that are uh, Joe Fordham. Joe, you'll remember, uh, uh, wrote, uh, well, wrote, he didn't write really, he photographed and then transcribed essays. He Basically, he created the book No Place Like Home, the photojournalism coffee table book uh, about the uh, fans uh, over the 112 years. And in fact, Mabel, Mabel, um, what's Arnold. Her name? Arnold uh, was 100 years old at the time of the yeah. book. Uh, 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 so over that period, uh, their experiences of the Bolin before, uh, up to the time that we left. And a marvellous piece of work it is as well. Thank you. And, also good uh, as a doorstop. Yes, yes. It's a lovely book, lovely photographs, lovely essays. Uh, I urge you, I insist that you buy yourself a copy. Uh, and also back with us. Always great to have him here. It is Don, the Don Peretta Hello. is back with us. Thank you. And uh, we have so so we've got a game of football to talk about. Um, Jim and I went. Jim can't be here this evening uh, under the terms of uh, his um, strictly come dancing contract. Yes, <laughs> that's right. He cannot come and do extracurricular work uh, while he's in training uh, and rehab. So, uh, so Jim can't be here this evening, though Jim and I went to see a game of football last night, which we'll talk about uh, subsequently. But we went up to uh, Old Trafford, the Theatre of Dreams, and, uh, and there, was a bit of a, there was a bit of a dream uh, that immediately burst when we got there. What happened was that uh, a pre-season friendly was suddenly upgraded to proper, <laughs> proper Premier League football match just at the time the referee blew the whistle for it to start. Uh, this not remotely noticed by any of uh, our players who treated it like a training game. And um, it, was, uh, it was extraordinary. Do you fellas see it on, uh, on the TV? You, 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 um... I didn't see one second of it. Ah. I stayed completely away from right, it. Right, right, right. Because I... 
predicted the results. Did and you? I should have put money in it, and I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Like a fool. Yes, four is a four is a sort of uh, tonking number, isn't it? It's the number of a of a tonking. The number of the tonking. Alas, yes. yes. Uh, Joe, see it? See it? One, two. Uh, the, the abridged version on Match of the Day. Right, yeah. In the, oh, uh, very abridged. Yes. Yeah, which was still equally as bad as what it would have been watching. Mm. Yeah. Just goal, sure. goal, goal, yeah. goal, presumably. It was just well, blow after blow watching yeah. it that way. Yeah. yeah. What happened was um, we were sort of in it for about 10 minutes. Uh, and uh, then, you know, the first goal went in. And, uh, well... No, uh, the first goal didn't go in on like ten minutes, but but they got you know Manchester United sort of casually eased themselves into the game uh, after about ten minutes, and then we were was sort of really ineffective. Um, I felt there was sort of no game plan. Uh, um, Bilic, you know, I I think is is reactive and is good, and actually the substitutions he made in the game were the right substitutions. Arguably, he might have made them in the first half. It was so glaringly obvious that that nothing was was happening um but in but but also occasionally we come out wholly unprepared to play the game of football we're about to play i think sometimes and that happened on sunday it 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 was there was no game plan at all it was five across midfield i know the match of the day graphic now i think it's just they've got a template that shows a bank of four and then two blank banks of three because even Manchester United wasn't really doing that, but we certainly weren't doing that. Mm. It was four five one, and you know it was an Allardyce, it was an Allardyceian trying to contain I, the other team. I, I can't believe we didn't have a game plan. I can believe it. The players didn't play it. But yes, I can't, quite believe, I can't possibly, believe there wasn't one. Just, quite possibly, it's not Billich. He won't no, do that. it looked. That's what it looked like, though. Mm. It looked like um, Allardyce's four five one to yeah. try and contain the other team. You know. We've got this guy now, Hernandez, that was played on his own up front yes. as if he was Andy Carroll. Long balls were played to his yeah. head. It's just crazy. You know, against Phil Jones or someone like that, who just beat him. You know, yeah. why were you kicking the ball I, long onto the head? I also of, don't understand why, given that it worked against Lukaku last season, why we didn't play five at the back against him. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's right. really effective. That, yeah, that was, he didn't yeah. get a kick that game. So no. why... You know, otherwise he will he will always score. That's the only game. In fact, he's never he didn't score against, isn't it? I think that's yes. the only time. Yes. So uh, learn, um, learn the lesson. I don't and know. there was an extraordinary, you know, times last season we seemed to lack width. Mm. This game we had width in spades. In that Ayu and Alnautovic barely move from the touchline. <laughs> but the thing was that Manchester United were playing very narrow, <laughs> and it's just like I think so, so, hate so, it when that so so Alnautovic. <laughs> Um, you know, big new twenty-plus million pound signing really didn't get many touches of the ball in that game till the second half when we went to a little bit more like a four-four-two. So then, you know, Hernandez had a friend up front. Casaco came on. We reorganised a bit. Went to four-four-two, and then on out of it, saw a little bit more of the ball in the second half. And uh, uh, but very strange deployment. You know, playing finally playing wide with five across the middle when the other team is not doing that so 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 you know and not having a target man in the middle anyway no that's right Mm. very strange i think i think with lanzini and antonio back in in the side it it would be very different yeah you you know uh, you won't get a game once antonio's fit no that's right i mean you you would say that are you um you know fernandez or or noble uh, they won't play when Kiyati yeah, yeah. and Antonio 
are sort and of fit. So and Lanzini's going to, yeah, yeah. Possibly Carvalho as well, if he comes. Yes, so if what, he comes. Well, yeah, we can discuss yeah. that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was very disappointing that they didn't, you know, make Manchester United's life hard by any stretch of the imagination. The three in the middle of the midfield all seemed to have the same job. There was no demarcation. It just felt like Bilic could have said to one of them, you're the most advanced of this three, but there was no sense of that. You didn't know which was supposed to be screening the back four. Yeah. They were just there's, shapeless. There's always games, though, where, yeah. where they've, they've lost before they even crossed the yeah. right line. And, yeah. and I think that was always going to be one of them. Yes, yeah. Um, you know, slightly slightly worrying. You know, obviously it's the first game of the season, so no one's going to hit the panic button yet. As we say... The three players that weren't there would walk straight into the starting line. <laughs> As West Ham fans, we know. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more water under that bridge. I mean, yeah. even last season, we didn't exactly start like we were on no, fire, no. did we? So. First game. Um, well, actually, our really good season, the last one at the Bolin, we, we, we had that great away result at Arsenal, but then I mean, two catastrophic yeah, performances against uh, Bournemouth, Leicester yeah. and Bournemouth. Yeah. yeah. Very poor. So, you know, yeah. we're just used to this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was uh, it was uh, it was interesting that um, uh, well actually before I say that what I what I will say is this I will say stop hammer time it's good that I didn't forget to say this uh, or that Don you pointed <laughs> I was thinking he's supposed to do this first yeah. and he hasn't done it yet yeah that's right you know it's inevitable that I'll just forget to do it stop hammer time is backed for this season by Ladbrokes bet five pounds get twenty pounds. I'll explain. If you deposit £5, Ladbrokes will add another £20 to your account. You can get this offer by following the link at bet.westhampodcast.com. Yay! Yeah. Good. Said it. Um, <laughs> the other thing we have to do is take a break at some point, okay. uh, which we will do. But why don't we just do that now? No. <laughs> Let's, um, but, uh, yeah, I... There were some catastrophic performances as well. Players that just... I mean, Rusty's not the word for it. I, I uh, well, it didn't. Yeah. I mean, it didn't. The Man City game was, you know, a portent of things mm. to come. Yes, they were yes, shocking, shocking, yes. shocking performances. Um, so there you go. Notable poor performances were um, Obiang's. Just his uh, passing was awful. I mean, we just um, we turned you know attack into defence numbers of times by kind of winning the ball and then. Underhitting or overhitting, a very simple pass, uh, but in a crucial position on the pitch where Manchester United just went up the other end and scored. And Obiang was doing that. Ogbonna, who is prone to a bad game every now and again. You know, the, those games, um, Bournemouth and Leicester, he was he was noticeably bad. I think it was, he was sort he got, of... Got dropped, didn't he? Yes, away. he got dropped, yeah. Um, but I do yeah. think he is our best. Masuaku who had a yeah. bad game. Yeah, those three sort of had the worst games. Arnautovic just didn't get involved that much until the second half. Yeah, I, I've, I've always liked him, but, yeah, I, but I've never thought he was a leader. No. I think he's one, you know, when, I think he'd be brilliant in a team that's playing well. So yeah. I guess we have to wait and see. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, IU was all right, actually. When he leaves, when he moves <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, Always. IU was okay, actually, uh, mm. but he isn't a winger. He was doing his best to be one, but sort of isn't one. And I isn't a leader he, either. Yeah, I don't think he's really, yeah, yeah, he's, he's not. Um, 
Yeah, as, as you say, you know, decent kind of squad squad player uh, and probably worth kind of hanging on to. For a start, we wouldn't get anything like what we paid for him. So. Seems strange uh, to say that he was our record signing and we're, we yes. talk of him as just a, a squad player. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. But it was yeah. only bought because... Um, desperate times, wasn't it? No, yeah. what's his name? Payet wanted him, didn't he? Because they played together in Marseille. That was his last. And, it, and he, was, mm, he wanted. Shot. And they bought. It, they bought him specifically. Yeah. Pyatt said he wanted him in. The, yeah, the club. and they more or less crossed over. Yeah, this met. So, uh, they sort of ships that yeah. passed. Yeah, yeah they met in the lift and went. Uh, all right. So, yeah. yeah. All right. You. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, not or bad. Sally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not bad. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, have fun, mate. I'm off. Well, to yeah, you, can't, you can't. You can't play against Man United with seven men and, and no. expect to get anything out of it. So no, there no, you go. it was. Uh, it was a, it was a best consigned to the dustbin. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, let's take a little break, and uh, we'll see you after this. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Welcome back. Um, so yes. Uh, there's uh, Faguli went uh, apparently to Galatasaray sort of yesterday. Well, actually, I mean, I thought he was all right, and I thought that talking of squad players, as we were, uh, that you know, with Antonio playing, you would imagine that IU probably wouldn't be playing, uh, but would be a decent kind of squad player. Um, I sort of feel for you know, if you want a kind of if you want sort of 22 men in your squad. Uh, I thought Faguli did some good things last season. Yeah, he's not a terrible um, player, no. but he's, he's he's just too lightweight for the Premier League. He is a little bit, yeah, you yeah. Know, you know, of, if you you know, you mentioned in the previous uh, uh, half mm-hmm. of this podcast that um, Obiang gives the ball away. Faguli gave the ball away. You know, he did for yes. Christmas all the time. All he the didn't time, all the time. seem to have a defensive bone in his body no. for a start. Um, um, you know, but not he, unskilled, no, and a good finisher. As and well. when he came on. But, uh, in some of those games, he ran at the other team and yeah. tried to cause a bit of mayhem. Very positive player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, Very attack-minded. Yeah. I th- you know, I think he's sort of all right. But, but don't you think that, and this is a very intangible thing, but you have people you think are West Ham players and just Faguli doesn't, has ever never really felt to me like a West Ham player. I see what you mean, yeah. I kind of feel like Arnautovic is, just because I can yeah. see he's going to be very temperamental. Yeah. He's going <laughs> to give us Maverick. euphoria and despair yeah. in equal measure, and we like that. Was Yeah, Faguli was just kind of a bit vanilla mm. yeah. anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. But I, you know, last summer's transfer business is really being shown to be just incredibly poor. Yeah. Torre went straight away. Nordvite got sold. Now Faguli's gone. Fletcher's gone. Caleri went back. Zaza went back. Literally every yeah. player we acquired has not lasted and, yeah. one so season. Two, Eddie Milson, that's, yeah. that's it. Well, I've got to say, I, I, you know, I've sort of said this before and it seems like, I, you know, I might have a little bit of a, a vendetta, but I really don't rate Fernandes at all. I, he... You know, again, the jobs the jobs they had against Manchester United, they he didn't once close the goalkeeper down or anything anything like that. And that's he's never he he Fernandez, I feel, comes in and Fletcher was the same. They're like they've missed out youthful enthusiasm from any sort of tool in their box. They come on, sort of keep their heads down and do their job like pros. But what you want a youngster to do for at least half a season is try and cement their place in the side or something. 
Um, Fernandez just, you know, Phil Jones would pick the ball up and Fernandez would literally jog backwards to a position in the centre circle going, right, I'll be ready for their attack. Slav's told me to kind of, you know, be ready for that. Run at him. Yeah. Run at him and try and get the fucking ball it's off like him. Common it's common sense like, drains. Yeah, yeah. I just feel, and, and I, I've, Fernandez very flimsy in the tackle as well. Yeah. Doesn't want to get hurt. Terrible in the tackle. And, um, yes, I mean, you know, one thing I was thinking about this is that, you know, a counter argument could be, well, you know, he's, he's, he's got some chops, a good squad player, but actually good squad players are someone like Jonathan Spector who had played a lot of football hours and they kind of come in and they might not be very good, but they know how a game of football is played and yeah. what happens. Fernandez is a young, inexperienced footballer that yeah. you're now saying he'll be a squad player. And that's not what squad players are like. They're often experienced old hands yeah, that can come in and the, do a job. Yeah, they're disciplined <clears throat> with, what, with the role they're going to be given. In a sense, Nordvai, yeah. if we'd hung on to Nordvai for this season, he might not have got a kick, but when he came in, he'd know what a footballer looks like and what they should yeah. do because he's been around the block a few times. And I, I, I don't feel... You know, impossible impression I think, I think you're being a bit harsh. I think Fernandes came in and played right back last season a couple of times and played really well. Played a couple of other good games. I think it's too soon to tell. He's too young. Uh, yeah. He may have had a bad game at Old Trafford. I don't know. But, but if he is I, I too young, you can, I wonder I then can... why Samuelson can't get a kick or, you know, well, some people that look... Well, injured, isn't he? So that's but there are some people that have looked well, really good. He played for the, um, for the young ones the other day, Samuelson. Maybe, yeah. he's, maybe he's on his way back. Well, so did Antonio. So yeah, good shout. He's on yeah, his good, way back. You know, I uh, think Samuelson should get a go. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, I mean, you know, Reece Oxford. What's uh, what's happening there? Why you know, uh, there if 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 a young player that we bought can come in and sort of go into the first team yeah. and stuff. Some of the ones that yeah. we've got, it is puzzling. You know, Reece Oxford thing is puzzling. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting point that maybe. Bilic doesn't fancy him as maybe he's not progressed as much as what they hoped he had. No, that's I think that's probably yeah. Where someone like Rice is in and around the squad. Well, Rice, you know, those the substitution was Noble was not having a great game, and Fernandez I thought was very poor. And uh, oddly, just as I said, Fernandez is really poor to Jim. The little spell that produced his shot happened in the game and was also in match of the day. So some of the, so, you know, on the Facebook page, there were some people going, uh, well, Fernandez is the only one that came out of the game with any credit, which is bullshit. That one attack, which he did start and have the shot at the end, straight at the goalkeeper, mind you. You know, Pogba got a shot and put it in the corner. He's not a goal scorer by any means, is he? Not Um, in the corner. Yeah. We can go back to that after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Rice, you were going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, Rice was Rice did exactly what I said. He ran around, put tackles in, closed the goalkeeper down. You know, came on and expressed a bit of kind of you know puppyish enthusiasm for the game, and really helped. Really helped our cause. I know that uh, actually more goals went in in the second half, uh, but we were we were better. Part of that was Manu took their foot off the gas. I think, mm. but um, we had a slightly better shape. Uh, Sacco, it's been so long since he played. I can't remember how he used to run, but it looked like it's a bit sheepish. He's taken, yeah, a bit. Sort of, he ran a bit sort of gingerly, and his sort of stride looked kind of shorter. And yeah, if you've got a problem with your back, running and stuff is going to be. Mm. I wonder. I wonder whether he'll come back and stay back, or whether there's going to, you know, he's sort of going to. Dean Ashton, you know, is going to sort of retire from the game or something. Because, you know, serial back problems sound bad. You know, your back 
holds you That's up. That's true. They only go one way, those kind of injuries, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I wonder, yeah, because he was great. Mm. A fit Sacco would be fantastic. And, you know, hopefully he is. A fit Sacco is a £30 million pound striker. Oh, he is, days, yeah. Certainly <laughs> in today's terms, yeah. <laughs> Christ, what? yeah. Well, we paid, um, what, three and a half million for him or something? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, I just, you know, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I just can't, could not, can't. It's such a long time since we've really seen him play that I can't remember how he used to run. But he had a very strange sort of shortened stride was, and yeah, very stiff, upright gait. He was a and proper 100 meter sprinter. I definitely, mean, he yeah. Really yeah. just terrorized. Yeah. Sort of Zaven Hines plus. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a name I haven't thought of before. <laughs> well, remember how quick he was. God, he terrorised that. Liverpool. He got that kicked game. in the air in that game, didn't he? Yeah. By no protection from the referee in that Liverpool yeah. game. But was but really panicked. Yeah, yeah, created absolute mayhem in their defence. <laughs> the one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now where is he? Uh, yeah. Yes. <sighs> I wonder where he is, actually. Went sort of left similar time to Junior Stanislavs, who, who's yeah, done yeah. really well. That's all right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's in my fantasy team because he takes penalties, doesn't he? Stanislav. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a good player, had a sort of a good career. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I like it when our ex-players kind of yeah, have no, a decent... Yeah, no, a smile on his face. Yeah. I'd be happy for him, really. Had a bit of a swagger about him, didn't he? I yeah. was sort of sorry to lose him. He was yeah, very confident, sort of... uh, but, you know, also worked hard. He wasn't it like it seems like it shouldn't work because he's tiny. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, yeah, I agree. I, there's probably a really good ex-West Ham eleven that we let go too soon, sort of Ray Houghton, Jimmy Bullard. Yes. And a yeah, few others yeah, that yeah. we should talk about another time. And ones <laughs> that kind of had a decent, solid, Just perhaps champion, championship career rather than, mm. you know, those kind of players like Matt Holland and, and um, yeah. uh, the um, Leon Britton. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, of course. Yeah. He's had a good, Stella. solid career. He's been around for... You know, he's had a ten-year-long football career now, and you know, uh, probably a couple more and years in him. Well, yeah. yeah, and, and uh, Rio, some of those players. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Rio. He, Just in case we forget to him. <laughs> um, he did all right. <laughs> yeah, Carrick. Yeah. Yes. Oh. What happened to Carrick? <laughs> well, he was actually. I was a. Uh, I did. Um, I did Sam Delaney's radio show at Talk Sport today, and there were there were a bunch of guys. Actually, I mean, you know, some of the probably do shows about sports sort of sitting in the cafe talking. They were talking about English players, um, you know, sort of not being very good or not improving and stuff like that. And I, I completely sort of subscribe to that. A lot of the players that sort of burst onto the scene, English ones don't get any better. That's the best they are going to, you know, yeah, James Milner, of, yeah. James Milner, I think is about as good as he was when he sort of Wayne burst Rooney, onto the scene at maybe. Leeds. Yeah. Whereas, you know, maybe. Cristiano Ronaldo, when he played for Man U and he had all those things in his hair and he was yeah. really skinny, you kind of went, wow, this guy's really good. Then he got better <laughs> yeah. and better yeah. and better and, and better. bigger and better. And, and bigger. one of the only sort of English players that I think might sort of was a bit of a kind of a bit of a prodigy and people were going, he's going to be good. And he did get better was Carrick. I thought Carrick, mm got better Frank Lampard yes he yes. in a different way yes 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 he did he did he did get get better yeah but, yeah. Uh, but they're sort of more almost a kind of pre sort of premiership generation Lampard mm, in a way he's mm. like he is sort of early he came into the team in about sort of 95 didn't yeah. so so before it the was the premiership boom, but the really, very yeah you know the early years Be- before of the, the big money yeah yeah um Sterling, oddly, was good when he started. And then was that World Cup, God, he was shit. Or Euros, he was, he was just mm. appalling. And now he's got sort of a bit better again. Um, <laughs> Steven Gerrard? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Again, he's a sort of old school type guy. Yeah. He definitely, yes, he improved, didn't he? But yeah, I, I definitely know what you mean. Will Deli Alley 
yeah. any better than he is. Yes, you are. He, yeah, he's great though. Yeah, but yes. he might even go backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a massive chip on his, his head. shoulder. His yeah. head is that weird. Could, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it- Mm. Physically, yes. Physically, yeah. yeah. Have you not noticed? He literally <laughs> has a chip on his shoulder, and it affects his you posture. Can't play with that on yeah, the no, no. If he stands sideways, the wind blows him over. I mean, it's <laughs> shocking, yeah. shocking deformity. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. So uh, there is, is talk about uh, this Carvalho guy coming. Carvalho guy coming. Um, I wonder. I wonder if that's going to happen. I mean, that that will be our record. Well, it looked, it it looked full on, didn't it? And now, and now it's, it's, now it's gone away a bit. Yeah, but yeah. some other um, paint by numbers Portuguese midfielders waiting in the wings or something. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll be honest. When I heard the speculation at first, I don't play FIFA, so I don't know who anyone mm. is that plays in the Portuguese league. I have no idea who he was. Oh, but this the, guy is serious. The, uh, yeah, yeah. is serious. I watched a three-minute YouTube clip and I was sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As most people are, I think, these days. Maybe we'll uh, talk a little bit more about potential signings with, with mm. the, the transfer window uh, on our on our next uh, podcast. Um, but for that, that's the Manchester United game dissected and um, put in a coffin with a stake through its heart, <laughs> never to be spoken about. <laughs> the opposite about of locked again. and loaded. Is we'll see that. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, unlocked and fucked off. Yes. Uh, <laughs> unlocked and dumped. Yeah. Um, yeah, we consider that a pre-season, uh, pre-season yeah, game. Warm-up. And, uh, yeah. Um, uh, so that's wrapping it up for this time. So uh, this has been uh, myself, Phil Whelans, with me, uh, Joe Fordham. Thank you. And Don Peretta. Cheers. Come on, you irons. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at thewhistleblowers.net. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.